Hi, I'm Nicole Haney. I'm a business coach who helps goal-driven business owners build the life and business of their dreams. In this podcast, I share tactical advice on building your business, mindset tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build your business and change your life. This is the Goals and Gratitude Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Goals and Gratitude podcast. So in today's show, we're going to be talking about how to set goals and achieve anything that you want. Okay, guys, so for most of my life, I honestly did not believe in this concept at all that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. Um, honestly, when I heard other people talk about this, it sounded kind of hokey and like something you would see on an after school special, like go for it. You can achieve the thing. It wasn't until I really started to push myself outside of my comfort zone that I started to realize like, wait, this is actually a thing. Like I don't have to feel like I am stuck not being able to do the things I want to do. Like I can learn how to do these things. So a really great example of this is when I started running. So guys, I was not an athletic kid, not even a little bit like I, my poor parents, like they tried to put me into literally every single sport and I sucked at all of them. Like I was so bad. They were probably like, who is this girl? Like, why can she not just like throw a ball? Like what's happening, right? And so um, I just kind of stopped trying. Like after a while, I was like, I'm not good at this. I'm not going to do it. But then when I was in my early 20s, I really got into health and wellness. And so I started going to the gym every single day and like working out every day. Still did not consider myself athletic. Um, But I was trying to find different cardio workouts that would work really well for me. And my friend had brought me to a spin class and like that is a special type of torture. Like I I know that there are probably some people out there listening to this that love spin classes and like that's great, like good on you. It was not for me. Like I thought I was going to die at the end of this class. So I was like, cool, like spin is out. Maybe I could try running. And at first I was honestly like super intimidated by the idea of running because I was like, I am not a runner. Like this is not, this is not something that I do. Like I know who runners are. Runners are the people in spandex that I see out running on the street in, you know, minus 30 degree weather in the winter, like huffing it out. And that is absolutely not who I am, right? Like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a light jog on the treadmill. Like that's gonna be my thing. And so I really did not consider myself to be a runner. Um, Because I thought that like runners had a specific innate ability to run. Like I thought that they just like they were good at it. Just like I was bad at sports. Like I thought they were good at running. Right. And so I started running on the treadmill and I had no idea what I was doing at first. Like I didn't understand like breathing techniques. I didn't understand like how to pace myself. I didn't know what kind of shoes to wear. Like I had no I had no clue. But slowly over time, I started to figure it out and I started to get better at it and better at it. And I started to realize like, wait a second, 
I'm running. I'm a runner. Like this is something that I'm, I can actually do. And so I think a really important starting place for having a conversation around like setting goals and being able to achieve anything that you want is this difference between having a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset says I'm either good at something or I'm not. I'm either athletic or I'm not. I'm either good at running or I'm not. A growth mindset says I can learn and improve at things over time and with practice. So even though I might suck at running initially, I can learn how to get better at it and I can learn how to do it really well and eventually become a runner or see myself as a runner. Guys, this applies to literally anything in your life. So um, when I was graduating university, I considered being a psychology professor as a career choice. And as soon as I considered it, I honestly, I immediately like squashed it because I was like, I cannot do public speaking. I cannot do public speaking. Like I am too nervous about it. Like I'm too shaky. Like there's no way I could get up there every single day and speak in front of a group of students. Like I just thought this is not me. This is not who I am. Like this is not the skill set that I have and it's not the right fit. But it's interesting because over time when I had my first business, I started to get asked over and over and over again by people to come out and speak and tell my story. And so eventually I was like, I can't keep dodging this. Like this is good publicity for my business. I really do need to kind of bite the bullet and and go and do it. And so I started doing it. I started public speaking. And at first I was all right at it. Like I wasn't the worst speaker on the face of the planet, but I certainly was not the best. But over time, I started to get better and better. And I actually pushed myself over the course of one year to do 12 speaking engagements. And in doing so, I was able to practice that skill set. And in practicing it, I was getting better and better. And after every speaking engagement, I would be like, okay, that was good because of these reasons. I feel like I can do better on these things. So in the next one, I'm going to change it up a little bit and do something different. And so I just kind of like started pushed myself, got going, and then I started to get better at it over time. This is a growth mindset, like understanding that just because you aren't good at something right now, it doesn't mean that you can't get better at it over time and become really, really good at it with practice. Okay, so once we have an understanding that you actually can achieve like literally anything that you want in your life, Then we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we actually want? Now, this is not an easy question to answer, right? Like if I was to say to you, okay, what do you want your life to look like in five years? Most people don't really have an answer to that. And if you're pressed to answer it, a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't know, like I want, you know, to get promoted or I want my business to be successful or like something really vague. And the reality is, if we don't have a clear understanding of where we want to go, then we can't possibly figure out like how we're going to get there, right? Like how do you work towards a goal if you're not really clear on what it is that you actually want to achieve? So what I found for my life is that it was really easy for me to answer this question of what I want to do in my life, what goals I want to achieve um, when I was younger, And so I think that most of us, we are given this kind of prescribed notion of what it is that we should be striving for, right? 
So we should be, you know, going to school, graduating, getting a good job, like working our way up the corporate ladder, buying a house, getting married, like having our, you know, 2.5 kids or whatever it is. But like, this is what society tells us we are supposed to want. And so for the majority of us, when we are younger, that is what we are trying to achieve. That's what we're working towards. And so what this means is that we don't ever have to stop and think for ourselves, like, actually, what do I want? Not what does everybody else tell me I'm supposed to want? What do I actually want for my life? What do I actually want my life to look like? And so once you decide to veer off of this traditional path and you're like, okay, this life is not for me, like doing this corporate job and climbing the corporate ladder and doing all of those things, like this is not for me, it becomes really difficult to answer that question of like, okay, I know what I don't want, but what is it that I actually do want? And so that question becomes really challenging to answer for a lot of us. Like if somebody asks you, like, what do you want to eat for dinner? You might have an answer right away. But what do you want to do with your life is a huge question. It's a huge question. And so it makes it really challenging for a lot of us to answer. So there is a way, though, for you to figure out what it is you want. So what I want you to do is take out a pen and a piece of paper Do this like physically writing it down. Don't type it out on your computer because honestly, there's something psychologically so fulfilling about writing it down on a piece of paper. And I do think it makes a big difference. So make sure that you are writing it on a piece of paper. I want you to find a quiet spot where you can be alone and literally just close your eyes. And what I want you to do is take five minutes and just imagine What would your perfect life look like in five years if you could have that perfect life? And don't hold back here, right? Like we are talking dream life. Like what does your dream life look like? And what I want you to do is after you've imagined that dream life for five minutes with your eyes closed, I want you to open your eyes and I want you to write down as many things as possible that you can think of to describe this dream life. So you want to get into as much detail as possible. Where are you living? What kinds of clothes are you wearing? Are you fit and healthy? What kind of foods are you eating? Um, What kind of people are you spending time with? How do you spend your spare time? What are you doing for work? Like literally every single thing that you can think of. Even dig so far as to describe your surroundings, right? So you want to say like, I am living on the west coast of Canada. And when I look out my front window, I can see the ocean. Like that is how you want to describe this. Like get really thorough in so much detail as you possibly can even if it takes up like five pages, like literally just throw out ideas and do not stop yourself. Do not slow yourself down. I want you to take a full like five or 10 minutes to just write everything that you can possibly think of. Okay, so I am gonna share mine with you. So my goal in my life is to move to Hawaii. Most people know this at this point. I literally don't stop talking about Hawaii and how I wanna live there. But so for me, when I did this exercise, I wrote down things like I have a house in Hawaii 
on the beach. I step out my front doors and my feet are in the sand. I look out my window and I can see the ocean. The ocean breeze is coming in through the window in my kitchen. I am calm and peaceful and happy. I am fit and healthy and agile. I'm helping business owners grow their businesses. I have fruit trees in my backyard. I wake up with the sun and have bonfires and travel the world. So that's what you want to do is really create this like robust picture of what your dream life would look like. Now, this next part is where it gets a bit harder because this is where we're going to start to try and figure out how do you actually achieve those goals? It is very easy, guys, to go down the wrong path here. I absolutely went down the wrong path for like five years. So when I started my food business, um, I had maybe not this robust of an idea as to what I wanted my life to look like, but I definitely knew I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to have a much more laid back lifestyle than what I had experienced in the corporate world. And I knew that I wanted to eventually move to Hawaii, right? And so in my mind, I was like, whatever I can do to get the freedom to be able to do all of that, like I'm going to do it. And so I decided starting a business would be the best path to doing that, which is not so far off course. But I also started a business that was really never going to get me to those goals, right? So I think it's really important that you're choosing something that will actually support the goals you have. So once I got into the food industry, I started to realize like this industry doesn't really support a calm, like laid back lifestyle. It is a lot of work, like basically all of the time. And I was really busting my butt. I was working like 12 hour days and I physically was tethered to my location, right? So I had a manufacturing facility. I had a team of people that were depending on me. And so I couldn't just peace out and go to Hawaii. Like that wasn't actually available to me in that lifestyle. And so I realized eventually, took me about five years, I'm not gonna lie, but I realized eventually like this business really does not support the goals that I have for my life. And so that was a major factor in me deciding to get out of that industry. Because once I realized like, if I continue down this path, I can build a successful business for sure. Like I was already there. I was already kind of lining things up to grow even further and have more success. And I had really gotten caught up in that success loop. Like that is something that does happen when you get into a business and you start to see some success, you start to kind of get caught up in it and you think like, oh, wow, like I can do more. I can do better. I can push it further. I can, you know, expand internationally. Like there's so many things that are sort of keeping you like tied to that choice that you have made. And so it becomes really difficult to get out of it and to extricate yourself from it. But eventually, if you realize like what you're working on and the path that you're currently on doesn't actually support your goals, that's when, for me anyways, I started to realize like I have to change gears and go in a different direction. And so you really need to think about like what is gonna get me there and what are the steps I need to take to actually achieve this thing? 
Now remember, I know that all of us have been trained to have a fixed mindset instead of a growth mindset. And so as you dig into this and you start thinking like, okay, cool, how do I actually make my dream of living in Hawaii a reality? You are going to have so many moments where you're like, I can't, I can't, this isn't possible. Like I know that Nicole said that I can do whatever I want, but like, honestly, this is nuts. And like, who does this? Who just decides to like move to Hawaii? Who decides to, you know, quit their job and start their own business? Like, who, who chooses to do this? This is crazy. It cannot be done. I know you're going to feel like that. And trust me, I have felt like that so many times, so many times. And throughout this entire process, like you will hit roadblocks. You will come up against things where you're like, I, I just don't think that it's possible. Like maybe I should quit. But the reality is if you keep going, you will be able to make it. You might not know what the exact path is when you first start out and you will change over time. Like as you get into it, you're going to start to realize like, oh, okay, went down the wrong avenue here. That's not right. Let's change this up. Let's kind of like shift gears and go over here. Right. And it might not be as dramatic as for me, like going from having a food business to having an online coaching business, but it could be as simple as, you know, I'm not able to get clients doing this one thing. And so instead I'm going to try doing this other thing over here and see if that works. There is a lot of trial and error involved. So please don't think that you are creating this plan that you have to adhere to for all eternity or your dreams are not going to come true. Like that's not the case at all, right? You do have to kind of pivot and adjust and adapt as you go along. But this first starting place, you do have to make some educated guesses as to what's going to get you to where you want to go. And what I want you to do is think about really like big picture, high level steps here. You don't want to think about the minutia just yet. We will get there. But right now we just want to get like some major stepping stones. So you want to ask yourself, what are the three or four like large things that I need to accomplish in order to make this happen? And the major question you want to ask yourself is what has to be true in order for this to happen? Not all of the rest of the extraneous things that might help and might not help and we're not really sure. It's like what actually needs to be true in order for your dream life to happen. So let me tell you what mine are. So the first thing is that I cannot be working for someone else. Now, I know guys that like post COVID, there's a lot of remote jobs out there. And so I know this isn't really a thing anymore. But at the time when I was building my plan, Uh, For me, I was like, I can't be working for another person or for an organization because if I am, they are going to expect me to be physically present wherever that job is located. And so I had started looking into actually a really long time ago. I looked into getting jobs in Hawaii and it turns out it's actually really challenging for a Canadian to get a job in the U.S., Um, and so I nixed that idea like pretty quickly and said, okay, I'm not going to be able to work for someone in Hawaii. What that means is that I have to work for myself because if I'm working for someone in Canada, I have to be in Canada. If I'm working for someone in Toronto, I have to be in Toronto. If I'm working for someone in Vancouver, I have to be in Vancouver. And so I can't be working for someone else. That was my first stepping stone was I need to make sure that I have my own business. 
The second thing for me was I need to make sure that I have an online business and not a physical business because, as I mentioned before, having the food business really brought it to my attention that if you have a physical location, if you have a manufacturing facility, if you have a brick and mortar storefront, like you are not going anywhere, right? Like you might be able to go on vacation. You might be able to swing like a few months out of the year somewhere else in a tropical destination. But like for all intents and purposes, you are going to have to live where that physical business is located. And so I started thinking like if I can't have a physical business, like what will allow me the freedom to go and live somewhere else, right? Like if I wanna live in Hawaii, how can I have a business that lets me do that? And I started to realize if I can have an online business, that is going to free up my location. I will be able to move to Hawaii, I can travel the world whenever I want to and still be working. Like I can still take coaching meetings when I'm in Thailand or New York or like honestly wherever I wanna go, right? And so I realized I need to have an online business. Now, my last stepping stone was related to money. So I was like, I need to have enough money to live in Hawaii. Guys, it is not cheap to live in Hawaii. It is one of the most expensive places in the world to reside. And I love it so much that I'm not willing to give up on my dream of living in Hawaii. So I was like, I got to find a way to make enough money to live in Hawaii. Like that's all it is, right? And so I need to think of different revenue streams. I need to think of high ticket items that I can sell. I need to think of ways to generate enough revenue and enough profit for my business that I can then move to Hawaii and be able to afford my lifestyle. And again, guys, like these things might change, right? And so once I realized how expensive it is to live in Hawaii, I still have that as my long-term goal. Like long-term, maybe not five years from now, but long-term, I do wanna live there. But I started to realize like, is it Hawaii necessarily or is it just not living in Canada in the winters, right? Like maybe I just need to live somewhere tropical and that would be still a step up from where I'm at. No, it's not Hawaii because Hawaii is more than just good weather. Like it's it's everything. It's a good vibe. It's great people. Like there's so much to love about it and it really is the right place for me to be living. But maybe before I get to Hawaii, I'm going to move to, let's say, Costa Rica, right? Or Bali or like somewhere where the cost of living isn't quite as high. And so your map and your stepping stones are going to change as you go through this and you start to realize like, oh, wait, maybe there's something I can do before that step. So now that you have your three or four like big stepping stones, What I want you to do is figure out what comes first, second, third, and fourth. And then we're really going to focus in on that first step. So this is where we're getting into the nitty gritty here. We want to take that first step and we want you to break that down into a rough plan and say, okay, what is it that I actually need to do to achieve this first step? So the first step for me was starting an online business. And so my rough plan included things like deciding what kind of online business I wanted to have, um, getting a web presence. So ensuring that I had a website and social media set up, um, figuring out my messaging, like what is it that I'm actually offering to people? 
What packages do I offer? How much are they going to cost? Do I have payment plans? Like really getting kind of the service side of my business like set up. And then once I had a rough idea of what tasks I need to do, then I started to break it down even further into things that I could actually put on my to-do list. And so let's say getting a web presence, right? So that was one of the tasks I needed to accomplish to get my online business up and running. And so in order to do that, I needed to build a website. I didn't put build a website into my agenda, right? Because if I did that, it would probably just have felt too overwhelming and it still feels too big. And so instead of putting build a website, I was like, okay, I need to decide on a website provider. Now I have experience in this because I have a previous business where I had used multiple website providers before figuring out the right one for me, Um, but I knew kind of which one I wanted to use. And so I decided like, I'm gonna use Shopify. I'm not on Shopify anymore, I'm using Squarespace now, but at the time I really wanted to use Shopify. And so I looked into the Shopify plans, that was something that went on my to-do list. And another item on my to-do list was like actually like buy a monthly package with Shopify. Another item was to build out my homepage. Another item might've been to build out my coaching page, right? And, and so on and so forth. You really wanna break these things down into kind of like minute things that you're gonna be doing on a day-to-day basis because this is where you build the success of your business. I think a lot of people have really big dreams and goals, right? And we see a lot of this obviously in the new year, like January 1st, December 31st, like people are like, this is what do I want to achieve this year? And it feels great to create this like goal and this big plan and this big thing that you want to achieve. But then when it comes to actually executing on it, it can feel super overwhelming, right? Because if you think about it, I've asked you to really think about what your dream life is gonna look like in five years. That's enormous. That's enormous. If every single day I woke up and I was just like, cool, how am I gonna get to Hawaii? That would be really demoralizing, right? Because it would just feel like, okay, well, I'm nowhere near Hawaii. Like I am living in Ontario, in Canada, this is never going to happen. Like it, it really, especially on your bad days or the days when you're feeling down, it can feel impossible. It can feel impossible. And so what you want to be doing truly is create that big dream for yourself and have it there and go back to it occasionally. But for the most part, you actually want to forget about it. You actually want to forget about it. Like build out your plan and then use these small daily tasks to keep you moving in the right direction towards your dreams, right? Because at the end of the day, these are the things that are gonna get you there. We've already established, if I want to live in Hawaii, I need to have an online business. And if I wanna have an online business, I need to have a website. And if I wanna have a website, then I need to get signed up with Shopify and build out my homepage and build out my coaching page. We know that these tasks will get us to where we want to go. And I mean, if they don't, and again, you might have to pivot and adjust and adapt. If they don't, you will like figure out where to move and what to do. But for the most part, we pretty much know that like this is the direction we need to be moving in. So instead of focusing on this big overwhelming thing 
that might feel like it's never going to happen when it's the dead of winter outside and you're tired and you don't feel like doing it. If you keep doing these daily tasks, like this is what's going to get you there. So that is what you want to do. Take each of your stepping stones, break it down into really small, like almost boring tasks that you need to do to achieve each of those stepping stones. And then you want to order these out in what order they go in, right? It wouldn't make any sense for me to build out my coaching page before I've actually registered with Shopify. Like that doesn't, it doesn't work. I can't do that until I actually have a Shopify account, right? And so you wanna order them out, like this is the order I need to go in. And then every single week, you wanna put a few of those tasks in your agenda and you wanna actually tackle them. This is how you gain momentum. This is how you move your life forward towards that goal that you want to achieve. Now, figuring out what these things are going to be, it might not be quite as simple as like, I want to build a website, so I have to register with a website platform. Like, it might be a lot more difficult to figure out what you need to do. So it might be something like, okay, my next stepping stone is I need to generate enough revenue that I can afford to live in Hawaii. That's a big one. That's a big one, right? And that can feel kind of overwhelming. And when you're getting into a new industry, you don't necessarily know how to generate that revenue. And so figuring that out and being like, okay, how do I get clients? How do I create different revenue streams? What revenue streams can I even create? What's going to work? What's not going to work? Like you aren't necessarily going to know right away with 100% certainty what is going to work for you. But what you want to do is two things. First of all, you want to research it. So you want to look at what have other people that have achieved what you want to achieve, what are they doing? What are they doing, right? Like if you see somebody who is living the lifestyle that you want to have, then you need to look at what they're doing and literally like break it apart and reverse engineer it and be like, oh, it looks like she has four different revenue streams and these are what they are. And so this is how she's created this life. And then you want to do that for yourself, like put that onto your list, put it into your plan. Success leaves clues, right? So you want to look to those who are successful and look for the clues as to what has made them successful. The second thing that you want to do here is make your best educated guess. You got to just guess. At the end of the day, you are not going to know with 100% certainty what you need to do to get it there. But if you do nothing, then you are not going to see results, right? If you let it paralyze you, if you wait until you know exactly the right things that you need to do to get your business where you want it to go, to get your life where you want it to go, you're never going to make any traction because you're never going to be certain. You're never going to know with 100% certainty. You have to make your best educated guess based on the research that you have done as to other successful people in this space. And you need to just move forward and you need to try it. If you try it and it doesn't work, then change then change, then do something different and start looking around and doing that research again and figuring it out. Like what is working for other people? What has worked for me in the past? Like how can I make this happen? This is one of the key things to making your dream life a reality and achieving whatever you want is being able to adjust and adapt. Because at the end of the day, you are not gonna know the exact right answers until you try it. 
You're not going to know what's going to work and what's not going to work until you try it. And so you have to just dive in and give it a go and see what works. And when you realize something isn't working, you need to be flexible enough to change and do something that you think will work better. And the last thing that I will say about achieving your goals and building your dream life is you need to be consistent with what you are doing. You need to consistently like have this plan in front of you and put the things from that plan onto your to-do list. If the things on your plan do not make it into your to-do list, you will not achieve these goals. And it's not because you can't. And it's not because it's not possible. It's because you didn't do the work. That's the reality of the situation is like you can achieve these goals, but it's going to require you doing the work. And that includes when the work is uncomfortable. There are going to be things on this list where you're like, absolutely not. Like, I can't do this. No, I can't. I can't do public speaking. I can't put my face on social media. I can't, you know, reach out to people for sales. Like, absolutely not. I'm not comfortable doing this. But the reality is, if you want that dream life badly enough, you're going to figure out how to do it. You're going to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and find a way, right? You are going to find a way. I There are so many things that I have had to do in my businesses that at first I felt super uncomfortable about, right? It is not easy putting ourselves out there over and over and over again, especially when you face a lot of rejection in your business. But you have to do it. You have to keep going. So like I said in the beginning of this podcast, public speaking was something that I never wanted to do. I never thought I would do. I I absolutely never thought I would enjoy it. And now I love it. But at the time, I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this because it is good for my business. And if it's good for my business, then it helps me achieve the goals that I am trying to achieve. And so even though I'm scared and even though it's uncomfortable and even though I'm like terrified that people are going to laugh at me and think I suck and I don't know what I'm talking about, like I have to just figure out a way to like go and do this. Like I just have to find the courage to rip the bandaid and put myself out there. There are so many other things too, like sales, right? Like I had to learn how to do sales. I, when I started my first business, I would tell anyone who would listen that I am not a salesperson and I hate sales. I'm a baker. That's what I would say to people. I'm a baker. I bake things. I don't do sales. And then eventually I was like, cool, I'm going to have to do sales. Like if I want to actually make money on this business, I'm going to have to go out there and tell people that my energy bars exist. I'm going to have to ask them to buy my bars and bring them into their store. Like I'm going to have to put myself out there. And so even though it was hard and I was uncomfortable, every time I would pick up the phone, my voice would shake and I would get super sweaty and I would pace around my manufacturing facility, just like trying to talk on the phone to these people with all my nervous energy. Like it didn't matter. I was willing to do it anyways. Because the end goal of having this business work was so important to me. It was more important than me feeling uncomfortable for a few minutes, right? And so if I can do this, you can absolutely do this. You just need for that dream of yours to be more important to you than the discomfort you're going to feel having to do the things that are going to get you there. 
So you really have to show up and you really have to be consistent with it, even when it's scary and even when it feels uncomfortable. Okay, so that is it, guys. That is how you set goals and achieve anything you want in your life. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.